The Shulchan Aruch says we are obligated to fast four days of the course of the year to mourn the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. Tisha B'Av, Shiva Asa B'Tamas, Tzoyim Gedali, and Asar B'Tevis. Asar B'Tevis is the first of those four. The Gemara Masechtis Rosh Hashanah tells us that the fast of Asar B'Tevis was instituted to commemorate the day in history when Somach Melech Bavel Ayushalayim. Nebuchadnezzar, the wicked king of Babel, laid siege to Yerushalayim. And that initiated the tragic events that ultimately culminated in the destruction of the Beis Amigdash two and a half years later. There's a fascinating Gemara, Masechtas Megillah. The Gemara gives us another reason why we fast on the Sarabatevis. The Gemara says, in an effort to translate the Torah into Greek, the Greek emperor, Talmei HaMelech, gathered 72 Chachamim, and did not reveal to them why they were summoned. And then he had them sequestered into 72 different chambers. He ordered each of them to translate the Torah into Greek. And Min HaShemayim, the Chachamim, were given special divine wisdom, and all 72 Chachamim translated the Torah in the identical manner. And to avoid heretical theological conclusions, in 13 places in the Torah, all the Chachamim intentionally deviated from the literal meaning of the text. For example, instead of Bereshis bara Elakim, they reversed the order and they wrote Elakim bara Bereshis, that God created Bereshis, to avoid misinterpretation that there are Chas V'Sholem, two powers. Instead of Ayoimer Elakim Nasa Adam, and Hashem said, let us make man, plural, they wrote, Hashem said, I shall make man, alluding to monotheism, and so on. And miraculously, even the deviations were identical. In Greek, this is known as the Septuagint, the translation of the 70. However, despite the miracles, despite foiling the evil plan of Talmud, Chazal viewed this event as one of the darkest days in Jewish history, comparing it to the tragic day when Klal Yisrael created the eagle, as Talmud denigrated the Torah by implying that there was nothing holy about the Torah. Just another book in the Greek library. Rav joked, the fact that all 72 Rabbanim came up with the same interpretation, that was not a miracle, since they were all in different rooms. If the 72 Rabbanim would have sat in the same room and they still would have agreed on the same translation, that would have truly been a miracle. Usually when Atanas falls out on Friday, it's pushed off until Sunday. We don't want to enter into Shabbos in a state of oppression. However, Sarabatavis is unique. This Tanis is so stringent that even if it occurs in Arab Shabbos like this year, we fast the entire day until Shabbos begins. Also, it's brought down from the Vudraham that although fasting is prohibited on Shabbos, however, if Sarabatavis would happen to fall out on Shabbos, we would be obligated to fast on Shabbos. So what is it about the Sarabatavis that it is so unique that we don't delay the fast until Sunday like any other fast? So the Chassam Soifer says something amazing. He says, a Sarabatavis is a Yom Hadin. Every year in a Sarabatavis, there's a judgment in Shemaim whether to rebuild the Beis Amigdash during that upcoming year. Says the Chassam Soifer, the reason we typically don't fast on Friday or Shabbos is because fasting for past events, such as Tishabav, when we fast to mourn the Beis Amigdash, that is prohibited. However, fasting for the future, that is permitted. 
Therefore, since Asar Batavis is so significant to the future of Kal Yisrael, because on this day it will be determined if we will be Zoycha to have the Beis Amigdish rebuilt this year, therefore we are required to fast even if it were to fall out on Shabbos. What an incredible idea from the Chesam Seifer. And this brings to mind another fascinating Chesam Seifer. He says, throughout the course of Jewish history, while Yidin were in Gaulus, there were many times that Klai Yisrael were worthy to have the equivalent to the second base of Migdash be rebuilt for them. The second base of Migdash, as we know, was inferior to the first one. The Shechina did not rest on the second one. But incredibly, the Avos would not allow it. They wanted Klai Yisrael to have the ultimate base of Migdash experience without any omissions. All the same miracles, all the same amenities, the Aaron, the Kapiris, the Urim Batumim, that existed in the first Beis HaMikdash. And that is why they did not allow it. The message of our Ovois to all future generations was, don't ever settle for second place. Go for the gold. Don't settle for a compromised Beis HaMikdash. We should all be zoichet to see the Beis HaMikdash rebuilt this year with all its splendor and glory. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.